1: I am Clint, and everybody, this is John. We'll get to him in a moment. We got the three windows. This episode of Locked On Bulldogs is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community come together. A big thank you to our friends at Mickey D's. Always being there. I'm loving it. Like I said, uh, this is John. He tweets sports. Hey, John, you should make that into a Twitter handle.
2: That's a great idea. Uh,
1: I, I'm here I, I'm here to help you out, brother. <laughs> yeah. awesome.
2: You uh, put those words together and just add a mat in front of it.
1: Okay, okay so, good. Great idea. So those, those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, John does Tweet Sports. John Tweet Sports is the Twitter handle. Go over there for great stuff. We're going to let him plug a couple more things he's doing at the end of the podcast. But glad you're with us. Uh, we are not gurus or insiders. We're not experts. As a matter of fact... We're barely amateurs, which, like, I don't know how that's a thing, but it seems to fit us nicely. It It seems to rest on the shoulders nicely. Um, We don't take ourselves too seriously, nor each other. We like to have fun on this podcast and talk UGA football like you do, because we're fans first and foremost, Daniel.
0: Yeah, some people get tired. We do the, the, the same intro on every single show. Uh, some people, you know, it's just like, all right, we'll get, get get through it, get over it. And then you read the comments on YouTube and you realize why we have to say this on the internet <laughs> so because Florida, because don't know what, It's so Florida
1: I don't
0: know what they're doing. It's not uh, – English is hard. Um, all right, look, uh, as, as Clint said, um, we don't take ourselves too seriously, nor do we take each other too seriously. John, we take – moderately serious but the more he comes on the podcast honestly the less seriously I'm I'm gonna take <laughs> I
2: mean it. I just let's be honest I come so I can see what Florida fans are going to say in the comments like that's yeah it's all that's a, my my only goal is to stir up is to stir up Florida fans in the YouTube comments of the Locked On Bulldogs
0: podcast turns I mean, out this, it
2: doesn't take much
0: this Friday <laughs> episode the Florida let's be honest. the Florida fans have already quit they are they're, they're not still out there are they no, surely they're they not Daniel out. they have
1: are you kidding me the They've stupidity knows it. no bounds. They've already That's,
0: sold their tickets to the game. Guys, you can get a ticket to the game for about $50 if you want to sit on the Florida side. They're just just—they're out there to be had. Uh,
2: that but, sheen of the 2020 wheel route ooh. is just dulled.
0: Ooh. I mean, that
2: off-season of celebrating
0: really ooh. is
2: ooh, ooh. Tough, um, tough scene.
0: Thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, just click that subscribe button on YouTube, that's all that we really need you to do. It helps us out a bunch. There's also an audio podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening on audio right now, um, do us a favor, as, you're, as the episode's playing, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, even if you don't watch videos on YouTube, you can still subscribe, just in case you wanna see what John looks like. Um, you, you can do that now. Um, That's there. We appreciate that. Thanks for checking all those links out. Um, We've got a full week of shows, Clint. It's been a good week. But now the week is coming to a close. And now we're moving on to the, as we like to say, it's the business time. I'm wearing my Mm -hmm. business socks. And that's how you know that it's business time. Um,
1: Yeah, the the long sleeve under the t-shirt really gives off the professional look, Daniel.
0: Just... I didn't say professional time. I said business time. Sure. It's time for business. The flight of the Concords reference. Uh wouldn't expect you to get it. It's humor. Uh, but not- order week is upon us and we've invited John back on the show. Um, Fridays, John, we like to play a little excited about, nervous about, don't sleep on. It's one of our favorite things we do on the podcast. I know you said to me earlier in the day, it's one of your favorite things that we do on the podcast. I love it. And so here we are. Let's let's just let's talk about these things together. So I'm gonna let you kick us off, John. Uh what are you excited about this weekend? It's it's 3 30, it's the cocktail party, it's number one ranked Georgia, it's unranked three lost Florida. There's so much to be excited about, but what particularly gets you going
2: when it comes I to I mean I mean, I think you just said it. I think three loss Florida coming into the cocktail party is about oh, as exciting as it gets. It feels good, very good. Man. I don't know. You said three thirty. I I think around what seven thirty. Dan Mullen's post game like presser is probably what I'm most excited about. Like We've what moral victories. Someone.
0: What We've had victories. someone go post-game press on what am I excited about. <laughs> I mean, you just
2: post-game. know. Like, like what moral victories is he going to plug? Is he going to be Ooh. wearing a costume? Like, what, what what's going
0: to happen? Uh, is he even going to show up? Who, who knows? Oh, um, he might, might be on the tarmac. He might be on the tarmac <laughs> being served
2: the foot. He might get tarmacked at a game where you actually ride the bus to the game, <laughs> which is... <laughs> just a little. Just, I mean, the you know, team. So. The
1: team tells him that they've chartered a plane back just to get him to the airport so that they could yeah. pink slip him. Oh my gosh, what a troll just job that would
2: around. be! Um, no, in all seriousness, I so I am very excited to watch um, Georgia's defense versus the Florida offense, specifically in two areas: one on third down. Um, I so Georgia's defense is second in the SEC on third down conversion, Florida's offense is eighth in the SEC on third down conversion, and versus ranked teams, guys, Florida's offense is 13th of 14 SEC teams on third down. So I see Georgia. You, you obviously, you you know, you look at Florida and they're gonna come in and they're gonna, they're gonna. Try to run the ball, maybe. Question mark. Um, <laughs> question mark. Like, what are they, they going to try to do? They, they have no vertical passing game. They don't have receivers that can beat George on the outside. They're going to get into third down. And this Florida offense is just flat out not good on third down. Not only are they not good, but they're 122nd in the nation in turnover margin. So I am excited. To see the Georgia defense get Florida in difficult third down situations, and see what happens. <laughs> we know we know they're they're not likely to convert on third down, and then they're really likely to turn the ball over. Um, and so for me, when I look at it, you know, I, this game it's so funny because you look back at the Georgia wins um, before you know the situation last year where we were missing twenty seven starters in JT um, and J T Daniels
0: and. No, and, they're not they can't handle that. Don't don't worry about that. <laughs> and
2: but you look and this game has has, has you know a, a, at least under Kirby Smart has come down to third down. There's been the the third and Grantham, you know, kind of kind of uh chant. This this time I think it's flipped. I think, you know, you Florida Florida if you look at their defense, they're playing relatively they're playing better than they were last year or the couple of years before, but their offense is just not good. And especially not good Mm -hmm. on third down. Um, And so when I look at that, I, I think Georgia's going to stop the run. I think it's going to put them in difficult situations. You're going to get into third down situations where they're not good anyway, and they're going to turn the ball over. And I am very, very excited to see
0: that. And yeah, could we be saying, John, to your point could could this be the game when the when the phrase third and Mullen is coined? Is this, I do, mean, if we have third and Grantham, can we get a third and Mullen trend?
2: I was su- I was surprised. You know, Florida Florida has only played one team that has a top twenty five defense, and that was yep. Kentucky. Oh, they were 4-13 oh. on third down, thirty percent third down conversion. They only put up thirteen points. Um. Yeah, maybe it's third and Mullen. Maybe third and Mullen makes an appearance at this mm. year's cocktail party. Because uh, I, see see I, don't, I don't see how Florida is going to stay on the field um, if they get into third down situations. And I see them getting into a lot of third down situations.
0: Mm. Clint, what are you excited about?
2: What's, gotcha, what's, playing, excited.
0: In, what's playing in them headphones right now? Uh,
1: <laughs> just the sweet sounds of John Coltrane. Oh, no, wait, that's – that's John Tweed sports. <laughs> um, just, just washing over. Uh, here's, here's the deal. I'm calling it right now. Oh no, we
0: are getting He's another pick six.
1: We get another pick six this game. Okay. We get into pick six. You can't tell me either one of these quarterbacks coming in, getting hit constantly, being pressured constantly, third down and long. And you know Dan's not – his ego is too far. He's not looking for that field position game. He's not looking to put us in bad situations. He wants it all. And I don't know. Um I I, I don't understand if if Florida knows just how good our DBs are. But, oh, this just in, we're rated the best in the SEC. So – so that's something. Um, that's pretty good, is
0: that? It? Is it?
1: Give me a pick six. That's what I'm excited
2: for. Hey, Go
0: hey, ahead. Clint. Go ahead. Does Georgia,
2: does Georgia get pressure on the quarterback? Hmm. All All of it. My, all of my it. boy. My, my boy. My boy. Dog out west. Uh, Graham Coffee uh, tweeted today that mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson under pressure. Ooh. Is <laughs> three of eleven with three picks. Oh no. So he's so he's he's got a twenty seven twenty seven percent completion rate and he's thrown three picks.
0: On the plus side, only five balls have fallen to the turf. So, <laughs> so six of them have been caught.
2: More so please. More
0: passes have been completed than have been dropped. Um, Clint, if I could turn my screen around and show it to the camera, you would see that you literally, you stole my, the the Pixips is what I am excited about. And I'll just take it a step further because, um, you know, John, John, you mentioned it, the third down situations and the pressure packages and all that. Uh, I'm excited for the secondary to have a little, to have a little coming out party. Check back with me in the next segment. But I, I think this secondary is going to carry the day if I might, for this defense in this game. I think that this is going to be a game where we look back and say Georgia's offense won, which we'll get to that, I think, more. Check with me in the third segment about that. But Georgia's offense I I, I like in this game a lot. But <clears throat> I think the secondary is the unit that we're going to be looking at saying this is the, this is really what carried the day for Georgia. Yeah, do I think we got a, a great chance to get a score? I do. Do I think we have a chance to get multiple turnovers? I do. Do I think we have a chance to make a lot of tackles on the perimeter, bat down a lot of balls, and and really mitigate any sort of passing threat that Florida can put together? I do. We're first in passing defense, y'all. It's not a – I don't know. Like and I, I get that that's not all the secondary, John, to your point. That's the pass rush. That's all of it. We're, we're number one in passing defense. And so – and their quarterbacks uh, – can throw the ball but that's not their strength that's not the that's not the thing that they do the best is pass the ball down the field and so um you match those two things up and it's a recipe for a lot of excitement
2: i'm personally uh shocked that you refer to them as quarterbacks uh yeah
0: running running backs that can kind of throw the ball he
1: said he said they can throw and i thought where's the punchline? like what what's coming after that
0: listen it's getting close to the game this has been a (laughs) We'll talk in the next segment. Check back with okay. me in the next segment. Okay. Because,
1: right. Speaking of which, we're going to come back after the segment, tell you what we are nervous about right after this. We'll let you know about McDonald's. They are the host sponsor of this podcast today. It's always more than a place to go for tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family go, a place where classmates can meet up for study group, knowing they'll have depend- dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of french fries and McFlurries. You're telling me I go there and use a Wi-Fi, and they just going to come on bringing those fries and McFlurries all day long to me? Like that's – that's what's, sign me up. Uh, sign me win up. or lose. It's a place for teammates, competitors, and home team or away team can come and recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping on a long road trip, which all three of us have had long road trips, and we just need to throw – Food down people's throats. Guess what? Bring on them golden arches all day long. Uh, if you're coming okay. home after a little league game, stopping at McDonald's after a big sporting event, uh, Daniel and I made the mistake of not going to McDonald's at the Clemson game. We instead went to another competitor. And let me tell you, that's gonna in the off season, didn't go. We'll great. have a story. We'll have a story it for you in the offseason. We'll give you more behind the picture didn't behind the great. scenes on Clemson, but oh. it did not go really? great.
0: I don't know that we will, to be honest with you. That doesn't seem like something we'll do.
1: So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and connect. Did somebody say Locked On Bulldogs watch party? I'm loving it.
0: All right, uh, fellas. First of all, speaking of the Clemson game, um, Clint, Emily's reached out. John, you were there too. Emily's reached out, and she wants wants some credit. She wants credit where credit's due. She said – it's fine that we had Justin on Wednesday. It's fine that we had Justin on the podcast. But okay. she said, Don't forget, I'm the reason you got kicked out of McDonald's. Like, dude, she the, showed The chilies? Yeah, the chilies. Sorry, not the I got McDonald's on the brain now. I got Frosties and French fries. McFlurry's and French fries on the brain. There you yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> she said, I'm the reason that you got kicked out of the chilies. And it's true. Emily showed up with what's his name? Don't don't care to know. Clemson uh, fan
2: doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, matter. doesn't matter at this
0: point. Doesn't matter his name. Doesn't not interesting.
1: Emily, let us know how that relationship's going. You, I need an update.
0: No, we got an update. This may be for another time on the. She's trying to convert him. She tra- Listen, it's the Lord's work. I get it. It's your, you're you're doing your best. She's trying to convert him into being a Georgia fan. Um, but I think, it's, well, I think it's I think it's going to take another couple of years of watching. Trevor Lawrence lift yeah. offense and he'll be he'll be jumping on he'll be jumping on board. Well, I'll, I'll,
2: I was at the Chili's and and I agree with Emily. She deserves credit yeah. because uh, okay. she no, things were things are going well until she showed up and
0: we got credit on. where so. credit's due, Emily. You screwed it up for all of us. Thank you. Um all right. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're nervous about, fellas. And I'm gonna go first because I want to give you an opportunity to respond because I don't think you're gonna like it. Uh I'm I'm not nervous we're going to lose the game. Okay? I know we're going to win the game. Am I as confident today as I was yesterday about my minus 14 significant wager that I placed? No, I'm not. I'm not as confident today. Second mortgage as I, bet. As I was yesterday. Um, I'm I'm looking at reasonably priced tents as we speak. Just in case that I need to make a, a, a downsize in my home. But here's the thing. That I keep coming back to, guys. And that is, I'll say it succinctly and then I'll explain. It. I'm nervous that Florida is going to run the ball against Georgia. And I'm nervous they're going to be able to do it. Okay, let me talk. <clears throat> let me talk for a moment. <clears throat> Alabama's defense, fellas, good or not good this year? Real bad. John? Bad. Okay, well, I got a real getting bad getting a, get, getting better, but okay, when they play Florida, a, very bad. I got a real bad and a bad. Alabama's defense ranks sixth in rushing defense in the NCAA. Okay, they are not good against the pass. Alabama is not, but they are sixth nationally against the run, averaging two point seven yards per carry for their opponents on the season. Do you know what Florida rushed for against Alabama? 5.9 yards per carry. Okay, that is over three yards more than Alabama's season average. Do you know what Texas A&M, who you probably believe ran all over Alabama in that game, do you know what they rushed for in that game? 3.1 yards per per attempt for Texas A&M, 5.9 for Florida in that game. We watched that game. Alabama couldn't tackle. But Florida was getting yards consistently on the ground uh, time after time in that game. It's not that I don't think Georgia's defense is better than Alabama's. We are 2.19 yards per carry, which is an unseemly number. Uh, Like That's an insane number that Georgia gives up per attempt in the running game. But this is by far the best rushing attack that Georgia has seen or will see this season, and that includes any playoff or any championship game. This is the best running attack uh, that Georgia will see. They ran the ball in Alabama, who, who, in terms of run defense, is a comparable defense to the University of Georgia. And I'm nervous that they're going to be able to run it on us to not only gain yards, but to potentially uh, do, uh, move some people around in the secondary, which George has never had to do. George has always – the whole season has not been, not given up any big plays because they've never had to drop anybody into the box. They've always been able to sit over the top of everything. Um, I'm nervous that Dan Mullen and this offense going to be able to scheme themselves into making that – change for, for Dan Lanning in the defense and that that's going to cause some problems for Georgia.
1: John, I need you to go because I am deep into a research rabbit hole in which I want to <laughs> eviscerate Daniel. So I need you to go.
2: <laughs> is, is LSU good or bad on defense?
0: On defense? Bad. Yeah. They're bad. How many?
2: So Florida, so Florida played LSU lost 49 to 42. Remember. How many how many how many rushing yards did Florida have that
0: game? Don't know, didn't look.
2: 138. uh 138.
0: 138.
2: Yeah. When you look at their when you look at when you look at Florida and you look at their their rushing offense, it typically requires a couple things for them to to make work. One terrible linebacker play. It typically requires linebackers not filling their gaps, not making the right reads, which which Alabama has been suspect. I don't know what Henry Totola did, did, did between his transfer portal from when he
0: was at Tennessee to where when he ended up at Alabama. But spoiler spoiler alert, John, he's the same player at Alabama that he was at Tennessee. But Alabama fans thought magically he was going to transform into somebody. But, because they broke college football when they acquired him apparently yes and yet yes he was average at Tennessee and he's average at Alabama.
2: Yeah so Florida has put up numbers running the ball but they haven't in you know against Kentucky they had 171 yards rushing against LSU they had 138 yards rushing I, when I look at when I look at what it will take for Florida to be able to run the ball, we're going to have to have a uh, somebody not doing something on defense, um, a, a a lapse, or you know, Florida has figured out something uh, that no one else has figured out um, in the in the seven games that they have played. Georgia, um, I would I would say you know, for me, my response to you is, yeah, those are. Those are things to think about, but when you put them in the context of how disciplined our defense plays, how disciplined the front seven is against the run, and how we protect the edge, which Florida will try to get out on too and run some option game, I just don't see – I see our defense being too disciplined for them to be able to run the ball in a meaningful way. Now, are they going to try? Heck yes. Like, they're going to try every – they're going to try every counter. They're going to try every zone. They're going to try reads and options, and um, they're going to try everything they can. I just see. I, I think our deep defense is when you look at statistically, when you look at rushing the ball, maybe there's some similarities. To Alabama. When you look at the discipline of that front seven, it's nine day difference. So that's my my. All right. Read on it.
1: Uh, um, I can't find any credible source that has missed tackles.
0: This is this is oh, shocking oh, to me. Okay, oh, Missed yeah, miss tackles. An argument with I
1: miss, No, no, <laughs> you you stop right there. Hey, welcome
0: there is, to the podcast, everybody.
1: There, there is no credible, there is years, no right? credible source. You shut your mouth right now, there's okay? No I'm, I'm,
0: I'm doing <laughs> you, yes,
1: you drink. Okay, there is no credible source that tells me how many missed tackles Alabama had in that game against Florida. But my guess is bazillion, just all the tackles. They were Rough numbers. You are rounding.
0: I'm rounding up. So
1: so yards after contact, real large in that game. I watched Mm -hmm. the game. Alabama hit them and just could bring them down. The pass efficiency for Alabama, their pass defensive efficiency, ranks, let me get there, I believe 40. No, I'm sorry. We're in the 50s. No, I'm sorry. We're in the 60s now. 67th NCAA pass efficiency on defense. LSU has a worse pass deficiency efficiency stat on defense. Now, what that tells me is they're really really bad. It's horrible. If against they're so the pass. against the pass. If they're so yeah. bad at that, wouldn't that mean that a really bad offense would still find success in the pass? But they didn't. They couldn't. No.
0: And that's why I'm not yeah. nervous that Florida is going to be able to move the ball through the air against. I,
1: under, I understand that. What I'm okay. suggesting to you, what I'm suggesting to you, Daniel, is your statistical analysis is a little messed up to say that a team is so highly ranked on rushing performance when they're skewed because they don't take into account when ball carry goes down. Georgia player touches somebody, they go down. Okay. This is Monty Rice all over the place. Monty Rice is replicated times 11 on the defense. Okay. They don't miss tackles. I'm not nervous about them running the ball. I'm not nervous passing the ball. Here's what I'm honestly nervous about. And dear Lord, help me. I am so nervous that Dan Mullen has three trick plays that he is going to run to perfection and score a touchdown on every single one of them. And the whole rest of the game, we shut them down. And if that's to happen, I'm going to need a new TV from Costco.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I do think I do think there's a legitimate cause to be nervous. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as much trick plays as it will be cute plays. Yeah, cute play. What you would call a a trick play, Gus Malzahn type offense. There you go. What yes, you're, what you're looking for. <laughs> this is what uh, John. I'm saying. Are you nervous about anything? or Are you just here to talk to us off the ledge today?
2: No, I listen. I um. There's the only thing that I'm nervous about slightly, and it is very slightly because I'm very confident about this game. Um, Dan Mullen has shown a propensity to figure out something from an offensive standpoint and exploit it enough to maybe maybe not win the game. But to make, but to put you in a position where you are stressed as a team, to so, make you feel
1: it, dirty as you're, to winning. Make, you you f- make you feel like you need to take a shower <laughs>
2: afterwards. So if you look at you, you, you brought it up, Daniel. If you look at what happened against Alabama, right? <clears throat> I mean, that was Dan Mullen finding something to exploit and doing it over and over and over and over again. I would say, you know. Uh, similarly to LSU, to be honest, like <clears throat> Florida put up 42 points and 350 yards passing, and it was because they found something and they just kept going to it. Um, yeah, and so I mean, if, same if as
0: I, same as Kentucky, to be honest, so they, yeah. They, penalties in the red zone, or they score a bunch more points in that game, sure. obviously. And yeah, but easy, easy,
1: easy, Dan, easy, Dan. Jesus, so so there. What, so, what, the, what the hell has happened on this podcast? I am hold on. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> So here's – listen. So He's back,
2: guys. He's back. So there's there's that. There's that. But what I will say, the only thing that I'm really nervous about on Saturday is will this game end in time for me to get a good (laughs) dinner before the World Series Mm. Game 4 starts at 8 o'clock? That is what I'm nervous about. That's the only thing I'm legitimately nervous about. And so – I've got, you know, like, I'm just worried uh, in the Atlanta area that Uber Eats and all the delivery services will oh. be slammed, and I will mm-hmm. not be able to get what the I need necessary sustenance stuff
0: wise stuff. between you got you to plan ahead and during the game. John, and, you hang and, up this and, call. And- and uh-huh. the call and you go immediately to the grocery store. You gotta start you gotta I've, start. I've, I've gotta figure you get that out. queso dip, you get
2: that in the crock
1: dip. pot, you get that going right. right now. You yeah. get the air fryer up and going. Um That's all that. right, we're off the rails already. I don't know who the Are heck we? I am co hosting with this Whoa. man is insane. I don't know what has happened to him. Who is the doppelganger? Ready,
0: if you're not ready for the real if you're not ready for real talk, then don't 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 come to the podcast. Okay. I mean
2: it's, well, it's it's Florida, Georgia, right?
0: Like we are we really gonna roll into this game? How many of these? How many of these things you live through? All right, just don't like don't. It's been it's been too many. It's been too many. All right, uh, guys, we're coming back. I'm gonna tell you what you shouldn't sleep on. So are these guys. Um, hopefully they'll be positive. I'm I minus, but hopefully these guys won't follow my lead. Uh, first, want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts. They are the place to go to place every wager that you want this weekend. Whether you're betting on the Braves to win the World Series, or you're betting on the Hawks to continue in the NBA uh, on their way back to the Eastern Conference Finals, hopefully the NBA Finals this season, or whether you're betting on college football or the NFL, hockey's back, um, whatever you want, betonline.ag has it. Right now, you enter the promo code Locked On, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. That means free money with which to bet. Um, Bet that Georgia money line, and I'm going to give you another bet. I'm going to sneak a free one in next segment, just so we're just so you're clear. So go to betonline.ag, get the account ready, um, and uh, get ready to make all of your wagers this weekend.
1: Am I am I worthy enough, Daniel, to continue with the podcast with this read, or have, have I not lived Art- through enough Georgia Florida games for you to no. be elite enough to be on this podcast? Oh. I just want to know,
0: boy. I've, I've been accused of of treating this podcast as therapy often. I feel like right now we're getting into some places in, in terms of Clint's psyche that just a real, real deep and dark. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it after the show's over. I'm, first, I, I don't think we about, will. First, first oh, one he's just going to run. to <laughs> Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. And I'll tell you about it because I, I don't have any emotional hang-ups whatsoever talking about protein bars. Because it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Uh, that's, they, they're soft and they're chewy and they're delicious. They come in a wide variety of flavors. And you can go to BillBar.com right now. Enter the promo code locked on 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That means, Colin, when you get that box into your house, you enter the promo code locked on 15 and you get 15% off your order. At Billbar.com, the tastiest protein bar there is. Clint, you doing okay?
1: All right. I'm doing I'm doing fine. This is by the way, this is exactly how I pictured the podcast Friday before Georgia, Florida game going. This is exactly
2: <laughs> what be, I pictured. It should be exactly this, guys. Oh, it I'm tra- be exactly, exactly
0: this. I, I got a I've got a Kramer Kenny Rogers roasters vibe to me today. Just a yeah. just like eyes bugging out. Like just
1: a, yeah. Oh, I'm stressed. No. No, if if Daniel and I were in the same room, like we would just go absolutely like brother status right now and just like start leg wrestling in the middle of the living room, like to see All which right. one gets the last. Okay.
0: Don't sleep on, fellas. What are people not thinking about in terms of this game that they should be thinking more about? What is something that folks ought not to sleep on. The floor is available.
2: I I, So, we're talking a lot. We have talked all year about the Georgia defense. Mm. I would not sleep on Georgia's offensive line, having their best game of the year. Here we go. Dominating that Florida front. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Having a... Georgia having their way in the running game, opening up the play action pass, deep balls down the field and Georgia really stretching Florida in every way that they possibly uh, want to and can. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot to expose with that Florida defense. LSU did it two weeks ago with that front seven and ran for 321 yards on them. Um, And so I wouldn't sleep on that Georgia offensive line setting the tone and having their absolute best game of the year. Um the second thing I'll give you two, I'll give you a two for oh. the second oh, thing it. I wouldn't sleep Ooh. on is <clears throat> Daniel, you mentioned on the podcast earlier this week that, you know, it's been since uh what did you say, 2018 that Florida has
0: gotten beat by double digits or something like that. Uh, by more would, than 14
2: yeah by more than 14 i wouldn't sleep on georgia holding florida to 13 points or less and the total still hitting 51 i didn't i didn't get a chance to to be on the lock show yesterday but but i could see uh that total hitting 51 and florida having mm. less than you know 14 17 points or mm. less and, and georgia just really uh, really running away with it. So Ooh. those are those are those are that's a twofer. Don't sleep on.
0: You love to see it, Clint. Uh,
1: I think everybody's expecting the conversation about Stetson Bennett, JT Daniels. Which one's going to start? Who's going to play? How much they're going to go back and forth? Who's going to split time? Yada yada yada. Don't sleep on it not mattering because neither one of them will throw more than ten passes each because our offensive line is going to be in such a lather with Zamir and Cook and Macintosh, and who else you want back there? Brock getting another end around? I, I don't care. I think the imposing nature, M- Monk's going to get his shots. We're going to throw seven to eight times with JT or with Stetson, it, and, but it's not going to matter. They're going to be averaging 15, 17 yards per play because the whole rest of the time we're going to be staring at Dan as we just matriculate down the field over and over and over and say, come stop us. Um, Don't sleep on this rushing attack, having the biggest game this season.
0: Yeah, look, um, I feel like segment one, I was right in line with all of your thinking. Segment two, I was uh, an abomination for even suggesting that, that the best rushing attack that Georgia will face this year might be able to run the ball. I know insane and then now segment three here we're just we're just wrapping putting a little bow on this thing together we're all all Mm. friends again we're all coming back together um to be honest with you to be honest with you i see the game playing out a little bit different than y'all i i was ready to say don't sleep on 350 passing yards for somebody Mm. in this game but instead i'm gonna go with this because I think y'all might have swayed me with the offensive line talk and the way they match up against this front seven. I do think it's a huge strength for Georgia. It's hard to get that LSU game out of your brain. Florida is going to play a lot better than that LSU defensive performance. Absolutely. And so I think if you're a Georgia fan, you got get you got to flush that out of your brain to some extent. That was, that was a different scenario for this Florida team, and that's not what you're going to see necessarily in this game. But I think I'm willing to go five hundred and fifty total yards
2: mm.
0: and forty-five points for this Georgia offense. Uh mm. both. I, I I think I think Kirby can score as many as he wants. I think I think Todd Munkin can score as many as he wants in this game. I do not see a lot of I do not see a lot of punts for Georgia in this game. I do not see a lot of stops for the Florida defense in this game. Um It'll be a question of whether we score touchdowns or field goals. But I think you're going to see some deep ball. Like, I think you're going to see the deep balls rain in fellas. Like, I think whether it's Stetson or hopefully it's JT, um, I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see Arian Smith catch a touchdown pass in this game. I think you're going to see Jermaine Burton catch a touchdown pass in this game and i think you're going to see the top come off this florida defense I know it's getting it's getting warm it's getting hot it's getting hot in there it's getting hot in there okay um listen I, and and based on segment 2 and segment 3 from me the bet i feel most confident in this game is the over the the further we get into the week I'm with John. I do not know that I, I think Georgia is going to hold Florida under 13 points. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I'm more, I'm more along the lines of Justin on Wednesday. I think Florida is going to get up around 20 because I do think they're going to be able to run the ball uh, against Georgia. And I do think that's going to help them move the ball down the field and score, maybe not touchdowns, but score against this Georgia defense uh, with some regularity but i think georgia is going to get as many points as they want and if you're going to give me that over under at 50 guys go take that over yeah. because 51 52 points is i think that's a that's a that's a floor for where this game I could go that. i see a lot of points being scored well, one nugget i'll throw in related to florida being able to run
2: the ball georgia uh when you when you look back at that 2017 uh, national championship run, you had the lore of Stetson Bennett running scout team and giving the Georgia defense a look for guys like Baker Mayfield, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know who's been running scout team for Georgia? Uh oh,
0: uh oh,
2: Brock, Brock Vandergriff. Do you think Brock has mm. given the team a look on a dual threat running, got big arm situation?
0: I wouldn't I mean, sleep on
2: I wouldn't sleep on Brock Vandegrift giving this defense a look that will emulate better than what they'll see from Anthony Richardson or Emory Jones on Saturday.
0: So. I, don't away, don't, sli-
2: don't sleep me, on, me,
1: on on Emory quarterback, Jones quarterback. starting the game, being benched in favor of AR, <laughs> and then him being benched in favor of Emory Jones again. Like don't don't sleep on that. And Dan's going to spin it like he was rotating, but don't sleep on him being like totally disgruntled with both of them. Gosh.
0: Don't sleep head, on don't sleep on be the headset, guys. Is going to be it's gonna be a It's Don't sleep on Dan Mullen scowling
2: and or yelling at Todd Grantham at some point. Oh, oh. we could we could do this all. Day. There's a Todd, lot Todd, Todd
1: Grantham on. gonna do one of those Homer Simpsons into the, the hedges. Into
0: the, you know? into Just, the edge. Yeah. Okay. Guys, it's the greatest, it's the best game of the year. This is mm. it. This is this is the this is the most fun as a Georgia fan. Um, savor it, take it in. It's another opportunity to watch this team. It's another opportunity for us to beat Florida. You know, this is their year. They're supposed to win. they this is their second year of a three-year win. That's right. That's what, that's we, how that's it what always we do goes. in this series. Yeah, we win them three at a time, and this is Florida's year. And so, I guess we'll just have to wait and see if they are able to get the win the way that they're Guys. supposed to. You
2: you can't spell Dan Mullen was a loser at Florida without four
0: L's. You can't, you can't. He's tried. He has tried every which way. John, so glad to have you back on the podcast. Uh, tell tell the people, the people where yep. they can find. Tell the people where they can find yep. more of your stuff.
2: Yeah, so on Twitter, I'm at John Tweet Sports. Uh, you can follow me there. And I have a uh, a newsletter and a site called the Dog Dispatch that we're getting off the ground. You can go to DogDispatch.com. A little bit of uh, nerdy analytics, a little bit of the Mm. the humor thrown in, and a lot of uh, jabs at our rivals uh, through the Dog Dispatch. Mm. So sign up uh, and look forward to uh, sending that out to you guys. Has has PETA... Has
1: PETA come out and told you that you can't dispatch a dog and you need to change, not, your,
0: you change your. change that. Can not, yeah, I'm not allowed to dispatch.
2: I don't know what I'd change it to.
0: I mean, you know,
2: it's like a bullpen and arm barn. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's that's their. That's their, their uh, They they want to they, they want to change bullpen to arm barn. So if they want to suggest uh, something different for a a what you would do with a dog, but uh, we will be dispatching dog information uh, directly to your inbox and onto the interwebs. Uh, you very love soon. to see so
0: it. Sign up. Georgia fans, get get over there, follow him. John Sports with no H uh, and. Uh, there's a link on his Twitter where you can sign up for that newsletter, get all that information coming directly to your inbox uh, with the website to, to be coming soon. So make sure you follow John over there. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we got another full slate of guests next week. We got a lot more fun stuff planned on the show, um, uh, talking about uh, what will hopefully be a fun time in Jacksonville. So hope you guys enjoy it, and we will see you all on Monday. See you.